You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Happy Victory Monday! How about them Cowboys, baby? Wow, Meg. Uh, what a game. What a- um, To say there were ups and downs would, uh, would not be even fully accurate. It literally was I think I experienced the full spectrum of emotions from noon to 4 p.m. on Sunday. And I'm not mad at it solely based on the fact of how it ended. But my God, the whiplash is real. (laughs) I was not calm for one minute. (laughs) Not one. (laughs) Uh, Most importantly, though, Team 40 Burger has landed. She's here and she's beautiful. Congratulations, Dallas Cowboys. 40 Burger, we made it. On the dot, the Dallas Cowboys ended the game 40-39, beating the Atlanta Falcons in their season home opener. And as Meg and I alluded to, and as I'm sure you are well aware, because you probably watched it if you're listening to this, or at least you saw the madness that ensued on Twitter. Um, It was a wild one. So many things to dissect coming out of this game. I want to start with two off the top, um, just, you know, because I think they're awesome stats. So turns out uh, the man who has been a topic of conversation this offseason, Dakota Prescott, He is now the first player in NFL history with 400 passing yards and three rushing touchdowns in a single game. Is that good? (laughs) It's I'm speechless with that man. Like, holy cow. Talk about putting the team on your back. I'm just in awe of what this guy can do and still do while being questioned in his basic abilities. <laughs> like it's it's like yeah, he, I mean he could literally put up another alien stat and someone would reply to it and be like, but Brandon Whedon should be starting. <laughs> oh, you mean Andy Dalton? He was there for like two plays. Oh right, the other ginger ninja. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean th- Obviously, it didn't start out pretty at all. Like, he was one of our uh, four fumbles in the first quarter. Um, 
but uh, he uh, certainly made up for it. I mean, listen, here's the thing. I, I, I'm not going to give him a full pass on the fumble, but it's pretty difficult to be um, good at your job when you don't have a clean pocket. And when you have two undrafted free agents starting at tackle on either side and your pro bowl, you know, winning every accolade possible left tackle is out of the game. Um, you're in trouble. And granted, I get it. Like these defensive coordinators are scheming more towards the right side because the left side has always been, you know, the place that they put the strongest tackle. Uh, either way, it was very sketchy that first quarter. And I don't know where the men in black are, but I need them to show up at my door so I can erase every memory of whatever the hell that was. <laughs> wow, a movie you've seen? I know, right? Are you proud of me for that? Do I get, how many <laughs> points do I get for that? Like 10? I'm kind of surprised. Right? Look at me. Kelsey go. made a movie reference and she hate, doesn't hate a kicker. Like, who are you? If 2020 is weird. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> but I'm not even joking. I was watching that first quarter and I remember like tweeting something and I was like thinking, I was like, man, like that's some good momentum heading into the halftime. At least we have that. And literally it was just the end of the first quarter. And I was like, this is a long year. <laughs> we could not stop shooting ourselves in the foot. Oh man. Like well, we really wanted to lose at the beginning. What was the stat that they were, there were some insane stat. There was like four fumbles in 10 plays or something like that. Three in 10, but oh. four total. Yeah. Oh. Great, Bob. Nuts. It was just terrifying. And, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about this, this Atlanta Falcons pass rush and just their defensive front in general, um, you know, with guys like Grady Jarrett and Jarrett and Tack McKinley, who actually ended up sitting out for the majority of the game. Um, Dante Fowler, a guy though, that I feel like didn't get as much shine in terms of leading up into the game, but really showed out come uh come game day was uh was Dion Jones. Dion Jones the linebacker, he was a guy that Brian Broadus had brought up a lot and again, we were expecting all these other dudes to be disruptive when in reality it ends up being Dion Jones. Either way though, um I have to say the uh whatever whatever adjustments they made or um magic sprinkle dust that they um you know put into the Dallas Cowboys O-line's drink after that first quarter ended up working out because the Falcons led left the stadium with only one sack and let's see here I think it was like four quarterback hits yeah four which is less than half of what they were able to produce against the Seahawks in week one. Yeah. For as um, scared as we rightfully were about our O-line this game and the two newbies that were in crucial positions, um, it, you know, could have been worse. There was some, been a lot worse. There were some reports about Ron Leary. Um, he came in and was doing a visit with the Cowboys, and I'm not quite sure where that stands right now. I can't now. ever hear his name without hearing you say Lon Leary. So. <laughs> you can thank Nick Eatman for that. That's a Nick Eatman special, and I love it so much. <laughs> Lon Leary. Um, Lon Leary. Despite the, I guess you can call it a bit of a bounce back after that first quarter with uh, this O-line at least being able to protect Dak and let him do some work. Uh, are you let that cook, baby? 
yeah, he was chefing it up. That's for dang sure. <laughs> Are you going to still entertain the idea of having Lon come in and, uh, you know, play a role in this Cowboys O-line, especially in light of the fact of like the tyrant situations? Um, I definitely don't hate that idea. I feel like um, they did start to gel, which is like, great but why not have more of like a stable like veteran presence right yeah I think I, I think I like that too because he's not necessarily a tackle but like you've got guys that are that could be that are filling in at guard that could move out to tackle or even be swing um and so you know I, that I think could make a lot of sense and I haven't I'm not basing this off of any conversation I've had with anyone but you know I know like Connor Williams spent some time at tackle so I just think there's some opportunities to put some guys uh, and set ourselves up for success there that could make a lot of sense. So I'm very open yeah. to the concept still, if you will. And while like you certainly figured you'd probably have Tyron out maybe a couple to a few games um, throughout the season, like this early, this like this crazy of a situation when you have Lyell out as well, like give yourself some, give yourself a backup plan. Beef it up. Um, so <laughs> this is another one I'm talking about. Here's a good stat for you. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like laughing. I'm such a nut after we win these games. Like, I why am I such a nerd? Like, I love the fan reactions, but some of my favorite post-game tweets come out of the stats accounts. Um, it's, it's who I am. I can't help myself. Let me read this to you and get your reaction. ESPN Stats and Info said, the, the Cowboys trailed 20 to zero in the first quarter and by 19 points at halftime entering today, the Cowboys were one in 35 all time when trailing by 19 plus points at the half. But don't worry y'all the Falcons 20 point <laughs> blown lead is their largest since the Super Bowl against the Patriots when they led by 25. Yikes. Oh boy. Insert your Yikea tweet here. <laughs> Yikea, my favorite. Um, yeah, that's a, you know, being a Falcons fan must be hard. I'm telling you, I really sincerely mean this. They are the Cowboys in red. And well, today I, they were in black, but I, I see what you mean. Yes. Well, we can't win them all. Um, <laughs> Jeez, Louis. Like, that's so rough, man. That's so rough. Like, you, when you do things like that, you have cemented yourself into the age of internet meme and memery. Like, you are screwed. You're screwed. It's like, it's like the Clippers. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, who's just the saddest overall fan base? And I won't even really include us in there solely based off of us having five rings but like the falcons and then like the lions oh the lions the browns no the browns the browns yeah but at least the lions like lose early and they don't torture their fan base as much you know yeah that's fair i guess (laughs) like i just i feel at least you're not the The jets the jets trash just Go ahead. If you're looking for some entertainment, do two things. Google, or I'm sorry, don't Google. That Look up Jets on Twitter. 
And also you can search the Philadelphia Eagles. Both are creating online internet gold for you at the moment. So enjoy yourselves and thank me later. Um, <laughs> it's, Honestly, it's, it was there's no better content than when, like from Cowboys Nation than when we're just doing abysmal. Um, the, the pain really like the trauma brings it out in people. Um, oh. so I understand that coming from other fan bases as well. I was actually going to tweet this. I was like, I don't, I wonder like no other fan base. I'm sure I'm exaggerating when I say this, but I can't imagine many other fan bases do this. Like they want to literally fire their coaching staff and then also simultaneously give them like the greatest honors and awards of all time within like one game. Like, I don't think we were anointing Mike McCarthy as the second coming this game, but my God, y'all like the swing is real during a Cowboys game day. It's just, it's next. Yo, <clears throat> the amount of times that I read, this is the worst football team ever yes. today about the Cowboys. Yes. Too many times. This is what I'm saying. Like, and look, I was being I was being chicken little earlier too. Like the sky was falling, right? But look at me now. Look at hey, me. look at me now. Free Monday. Um, what up? I want to get your thoughts on any other um, things coming out of the the game. I kind of did a brain dump afterwards just because my mind was like so like that emoji where you're you're just you're just your skull's like blowing up because it just was so mind boggling. Um, a couple of things that just off of my mind, like word vomit for you here. Calvin Ridley, though, he's impressive. I don't and like I, him. I know we talked about that with Gina, but show off my guy. And I don't want to give another team props, but like, damn. <laughs> I don't like him. I, I said this before, and I think, yeah, Gina said that too. He easily... You put him on any other team, he's your he's your number one wide receiver. The guy ended the game. He led the receiving core. Two touchdowns, uh, 109 yards, and 10 targets. Um, it, it, they, they just – Julio Jones, I think he was struggling with an injury a little bit too. So – and also on top of it – That you know, missed catch was the weirdest thing. I know. I'm telling you, like, he wasn't – he didn't seem A on his A game, but also – He's, he's not, I don't know if I would call him like the same, the Julio Jones of his prime. Like you're ne he's no. amazing. Don't worry. But also, 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 you know, they're going to game plan against that guy. Like you have to, you have to eliminate him because the moment you say things like, oh, well, he's not the Julio Jones of, of, of years past. Then he's like, bam, LOL. Don't count me out. And then you're screwed. So, I, I did read a tweet, though, by Mina Kimes that said, have we considered the possibility that Julio Jones made a bargain with some ancient red zone demon, allowing him to dominate everywhere but inside the 20 until the end of time? And I thought, maybe, maybe that's true. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of that kept him from catching that ball. She's actually a queen. She's actually a queen. It she, I constantly cackle at her tweets. I know. Like, if I could just have, like... I, I, whenever they figure this out, like science, if there's any scientists listening, please remember this right now. Whenever you figure out, I know you're working on like stem cells and all that, but like brain cells, like when you figure out brain cell transplants, like can you, I'm, uh, sign me up. I'm available. <laughs> I need some of that, some of that juice. 
yeah, I need some of whatever she's got going up there because like, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Calvin Ridley stood out. Um, something that stood out to me on our side of the ball. And I think I've, I've talked about this probably a lot, <laughs> um, how I was with Blake Jarwin. I was excited that they were incorporating a lot more tight end into their schemes. When he went out, I was really concerned as to how they were going to deal with that, especially with Schultz and like him being kind of a question mark. Right. Uh, he showed up today. Dude, I know. Outside of that first fumble, like, again, I don't – Yeah. Like, we, the whole we first quarter was a scratch. all over the place today, so. Right. Yeah. No, he really did. Uh, Dalton Schultz, what's up? Nine for 88 guy? with a touchdown. What is up? Yeah. Looking uh, like old faithful out there. I was, I was impressed. I was too. I was, I was happy for him because I think that, you know, he just definitely did not have a great showing last week and everyone was full blown. Literally where's Tony Gonzalez? Like I, I mean, <laughs> what do you need? Like we'll pay you anything. Like, can you even remotely function? Get in here. And now, I don't think that they feel 100% confident in his abilities. And he's also, like, he's not the full package, like, you're blocking tight end and everything else that maybe some other people are. But I think that he's at least giving you pause and showing that he's serviceable and is maybe, just maybe, giving these scouts a reason to not have to run to the free agency streets, like, immediately. Like, He's like, hey, he's like, hey, Will, put your phone down, like, at least through halftime. Like, give me a minute to just do something. And I think he did that, obviously. He did. He definitely, like, he he made plays happen. Like, the ball was thrown at his direction, and he actually, like, jumped out, did a little somersault thing, caught that, caught that ball. Right? He almost, if he had, like, was not so huge, he might have gotten a little more air and, like, gotten into the end zone for that one that set up uh, our Andy Dalton showdown. But uh... <laughs> let's talk about Andy Dalton for a minute. First of all, let's. my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, and I mean this in the nicest way. Um, I know you, we discovered today, I haven't watched whatever Christmas movie that you, you know, um, you told me about. A Christmas Story. Yeah, that one. I haven't seen that movie. He hasn't seen A Christmas Story. But I have seen the Claymation Christmas movies. You know what I'm talking about, right? Well, there's a lot of them. Like the old school, like, Claymation ones from, like, I don't even know when they're from. Yeah, are you talking about the redhead from Rudolph? Yes. It's him. Or I think he's actually blonde, but... Either way. Like the the shape of the hairs, the color <laughs> of the hairs, it's the same. Tell me I see lot. where you're going with that. Can I, I mean, can I get an amen? Because when I was looking at my television and that head came across my screen, I was like, whoa, I wasn't ready. And I just, it was just a lot more like HD does something to you. We talk a lot about colors. And like, <laughs> we're not going to dive into seafoam right now because my God, we know. No. Yeah, we just can't. We can't go there right now. But like the color is is real. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, I think we were all collectively like holding our breath um, because he had to come in. I mean, in the back of your head, you're like, you're, I guess in the forefront of your mind, you're just like reminding yourself 
concussion protocol. He's fine. He's fine. He's coming back. But then in the back of your head, you're like, what if he's not fine? That was a big hit. Like he took a really big hit and you have to remind yourself, this is rain Dakota Prescott. So he's coming back. You don't F around. No. And Andy didn't F around either. Yeah. In all seriousness though, that, that series just right there as, as like minuscule as it was, it was very relieving to know that we have a quite serviceable <laughs> stand-in quarterback who is ready and waiting. Should anything horrific, knock on wood, even all of you as you're listening, knock on wood, should anything happen to QB1? Okay, that's all I'm going to yeah. say. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, the future of work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. I felt good about, I felt better than I would have felt. And you know, we are... Nooch stands to our cord. We're day oneers. The nooch. Let's just face it. Like he's not ready. He's not ready, and that's okay because we're gonna get him ready, and we're gonna fuel him with Permanti Bros and all the you know. He doesn't even eat Permanti Bros. He's gonna change. We're. we're <laughs> he's gonna change for you. We we need him. We're gonna work on his brand identity, and it, he needs to tie himself a little bit better to his hometown, his roots. Anyways, we'll. That's Ben. We got you. Don't worry about it. Um, I was very happy, though, that we at least had a solid backup that could jump in if need be. Thank God we didn't need him. But, like, if we did, he's there. So, amen. Yeah. And he he looked pretty good doing it. And then uh, Dak still got to be the one to take it in. So. It was perfect. It was great. Teamwork. Um, I did mention this. Um, I think, but I really, really, really turns out, uh, as you and RJ all were tweeting about starting two undrafted free agents at tackle is as terrifying as it sounds <laughs> like, bro, I, uh, I don't really have words for that. I was just very stressed out and I was having major flashbacks to 2017. And I was like, where's Adrian Claiborne? Because the ghost of Adrian Claiborne is here. He was coming. It was very terrifying. Like, I was thoroughly convinced that things were going to go very poorly. And we were going to have to talk about bringing in our other quarterback because, my goodness, it was not looking so good there for a minute. Yeah. I mean, that kind of like what we were talking about at the top of the show um lawn reary lawn reary lawn reary <laughs> it could be helpful to have a veteran presence they did pretty okay though um so they get semi-passive Dak, Dak is intact Dak is intact let's um let's switch gears and talk about the defense so Oh wait! Before we do that, did you do we want to talk about CD Lamb real quick? 
Yeah, let's talk about CD Lamb. Let's do that. Um, um, I did predict a CD Lamb touchdown that did not happen this game, um, but my my guy got some uh, some nice darts thrown at him, and he took him deep. He really did. That's what she said. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and after I said it, I was like, oh. Someone yeah. clip that. Someone clip that and send it to me, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, he did. CD had a great game. I think that it's, again, I, I have to say, though, I don't know quite what I put it on at the moment, um, but there was a point in the game where I was like, are, is Russell Gage, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley a stronger wide receiving core than CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper right now? Like, are, is this a thing that's happening in, in the flesh? Like, am I witnessing the turntables? And I don't know if I fully know the answer to that right now because I'll be honest with you, um, their stat lines were decently equitable at times. Uh, might even be leaning towards, you know, um, if Dakota Rain hadn't, you know, gotten a couple touchdowns. But – yeah, I mean, I think that we saw some really good flashes from them. Michael Gallup had a great, I mean, that 58, what was it? Wait, wait, 38 yarder? Like, are you joking? I mean, again, all of these guys, I think we're still trying to figure out their identity in terms of working together. We know the pieces are there. That's never been a problem with this Dallas Cowboys team. But, man, Meg, I, I have to say, I have to, I, I really think we missed preseason. I really do. No, and that's what I was going to say as far as, like, who's receiving core is better. Like, I really think that that was kind of a glaring problem for our receiving core. Like, I think they are going to be the best, like, season end. Right. But as of right now, it's like, who was who was ready today, like, off the jump? Uh... We needed to warm up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And that's not just on them either. It was like Dak needed to warm up a little bit. We needed to stop trying to run first all the time and like mirroring their gameplay. We're not playing the same side of the ball. Like, come on. Come on. Come yeah. On. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel good about where we're headed. I definitely don't feel like we've reached a destination yet. How's that? <laughs> yeah. But it felt really good to see CD get some like good looks today. Yeah, he and Gallup had like one of his best catches. He really did. CD just—he's not a. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen him in person, person, but he looks so much smaller than Dez in that uniform. Yeah, he just does, and it's not a bad thing. Like he's just a different. It's just build. what we're used to seeing. Yeah, like I'm used to seeing this like monster of like space jam-esque dude walking out in an 88 and you know cd's super talented he's just very like he just looks way more slight than you know it, it was it, it it's thrown me off still i'm not used to it yet I, let's just say that I, i'm definitely not used to it but like after today i feel okay yeah and we got we got live tweeting des so that was fun Oh, dude, what? How did I miss those? What? Girl, you were paying too much attention to the, the crazy people. You got to get your notifications on for Dez. Wow. I was all on the Twitter, too. What the heck? 
Um, that's upsetting. Well, <laughs> anyways. Um, oh, yeah, look. Oh, he's giving CD some love. He just retweeted a tweet from Mike Wallace saying CD Lamb is going to be a big time player. I love Des. We love you. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah, Des said Dak 100% player of the game. Dak looked damn good today. Dallas D, come on with it. Dallas Cannon will be scary. Remember these words. Yes. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Mark my words. Um, let's talk about the Dallas defense, though, Meg. I think there's a couple of takeaways from there. I don't know your thoughts, but I think from the top, my thoughts, I was expecting this D-line to be a little bit more disruptive than they were. Obviously, Everson Griffin got home, which was good. But I just, you know, we keep hearing about all these scary dudes we've got. And I don't know if I've, if we're pressuring the quarterback as often and collapsing that pocket as much as I was expecting. Yeah, especially considering how quote unquote vulnerable their O line was. Um, I didn't see them take advantage of that enough. Um, I mean, we did see some like glimmers with uh, Tristan Hill today. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been the talk of the town for ever since we lost Gregory. Um, and then who else? Oh, Jalen actually looked pretty good today, too. Jalen did look pretty good today. Joe Thomas, too. Uh, Joe, oh, yeah. Joe Thomas, you know, had to step in and take over the mic responsibilities. I believe Jalen was still calling plays. But uh, for a while there, Joe was actually leading the team in combined tackles. He ended up um, closing out the game with 12. So he was just one trailing Jalen by one. So between the two of them, they had 25 combined tackles, which not too, uh, not too shabby, both picked up a tackle for loss, which is nice. Um, yeah. And again, Everson Griffin had the sack. So it's, that's great yeah. too, but I just, I feel like we have so many great pieces that I expect a little bit more. Yeah, and I think we can always toss it back to uh, the fact that they didn't have preseason, whatever. I will say, someone who didn't have a preseason and also is his first year in the league, uh, Diggs looked good today. Dude, yes. Um, I was highly impressed with him. The way he was, like, on top of his receiver, definitely – it was – I really wanted him to get that interception, but he did, um, like – force them well they went three and out yeah I mean listen he's a rookie like and he's freaking guarding Julio Jones like he was straight up bear hugging him like right at the end I mean like I yeah of course he left some plays on the field he's literally matched up with one of the best of all time he's a baby he did great and (laughs) obviously I would have loved for him to get that get the ball I, I would have loved that for him but just seeing that flash, I feel really good about where this kid's going. And yeah, he was following him. He was like on top of him the whole time. Right. Yeah. I don't, I am not saying I feel good about this secondary. Uh, no. Nope. Daryl Worley showed some flashes. I think Cheeto did. was doing pretty all right. I, I also almost got an interception too. Yeah. Brandon Carr, though, did we like bring him up? I can't even remember. Did we bring him up for this game? He didn't play. Uh, he was I think he was on the roster uh, la, 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 la. no oh. I do not know 
I don't know. Oh, yep, he was. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he got some game time. Yeah, he was in. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> there was a B car in this house. There was a B car in that house. That did happen. Um, I do want to mention real quick while you talk about house. Um, <laughs> I have to be honest with you, Meg. After that first quarter, or during the first quarter, I was low-key kind of wishing we didn't have fans because um, I don't know about you, but I heard a lot of booing. <laughs> Well, here's the thing about the booing. Oh, it was deserved. They deserved it. It was. I get it. But I was like, it was very cringy. And I just started thinking in my mind, I have to be honest, I went to a really dark place. I was like, hey, if we're going to be playing like this, then maybe if COVID isn't like actually impacting us in our stadium, like maybe we should pretend it is. So we just have to close it down. Like, I can't, I can't. I don't know. I don't, like, look, I don't love the booing. I have, I'm always, I keep my negativity to myself and to whoever's sitting next to me. I don't really love to spread it. Um, but at the same time, you can show your displeasure with how they're playing and, like, hold them accountable. I think that kind of lit a fire under them a little bit. I'm not going to give like the fans booing credit for them turning it around necessarily, but right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the fans way of holding them accountable. No, I get it. Course, I, I agree. Of course they're going to like cheer if you're doing something right. And it's, it was just like the, how bad they were playing. Like that's why they were booing. Right. It wasn't like, it was just, wasn't just one stupid play or be better. Be yeah better that's what they were asking and they did whether the fans had anything to do with it at all in any way or not that's what they were asking them to do they were like hey right. we're here to watch you win what are you doing right fumbling four times first quarter what is this yeah we paid <laughs> there was a tweet there was a tweet oh my god who was it jet uh, i don't know who it was jesse maybe i'm not sure yeah it was jesse Jesse Holly was like, so you're telling me Cowboys fans risked their lives to go watch this? <laughs> I cried. Yeah. In he, all he was like, clowns, no. <laughs> I mean, Bye. I wouldn't be happy. I'll tell you that much. But um, hey, you know what? If they stayed the whole time, if they, if they stuck it out, they got quite the show. That's literally amazing. Um, <laughs> I, real quick, though, shouts out to my friend Matt Stone. He's at the game, biggest Cowboys fan ever. And one day I'll post photos of uh, – he just texted me, and he's freaking out. So I guess, you know, the environment at the stadium turned around. So happy for all you guys that got a chance to go out and experience the football. Hopefully you are safe in your pods. Um, but – yeah. Turns out the pods um, are just seats that are next to each other. So, yeah. Less exactly. exciting. <laughs> no dolphins. Um, Aww. Wait, what's yeah. it, what sound does a dolphin make, by the way? I'm not doing that. I don't want to, I don't want to break everyone's ears on this here <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> that was, that was not it. <laughs> That's, that's what a dolphin sounds in its final moments. <laughs> if a dolphin's making that sound, seek help. <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh boy. You well, know, honestly, this is, that one's for all you guys. Probably sound like that in their final moments today because they <laughs> lost to the Bills in a close game. But <laughs> exactly that. Hey, listen, that was for all you guys that like to tweet me and be like, "Why are you single?" That's it. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, that's what she thinks dolphins sound like yeah here we are um going back to the game wow um uh so the other thing that i really like stood out to me and i'd love to get your thoughts on this and i gotta dive into this a little bit more because special teams um i have so many mixed emotions as you are very well aware my friend uh, it's yes. uh we we really literally quite literally could not have been worse last year in said phase of the game. So there really was only one way to go up. And uh, I think they did it, but I also can't decide where I stand on the crazy trick plays and the timing of the trick plays. It's like, I want this team to be creative. And I Yo. don't be a hypocrite Cowboys fan and be like, do all the crazy things. And then when they do the crazy things and it doesn't work out, I get mad at them. But I'm like, maybe take calculated risks instead of just straight up like blind risks. <laughs> Not that they're blind, but like it kind of felt like a little wild at times. Yeah, I'm one. Okay, so I kind of looked at it this way a little bit. So last week, the Falcons um, were going for it on fourth down and all that stuff. So that was something that we could have foreseen. <clears throat> right. It, but it didn't work out for them last week. This week it did because um, somehow we just thought they weren't going to do that. Um, but I'm I'm hoping maybe that's the way this nonsense goes. Although I'm really sick of the whole faking thing. Like, no. Let me just say this. As um, a student of statistics who doesn't fully understand it yet, but I'm going to regurgitate <laughs> what I was reading in my textbook earlier this weekend. There's a thing called the regression to the mean. And at the end of the day, your performance is your performance. And you're going to skew on either side negatively or positively of that performance throughout the lifetime of whenever you're doing that exercise, right? But you ultimately have to have a large enough sample size to be able to fully regress back to this said mean performance. So hopefully they're using statistics that are good and good data because data can also be manipulated to be whatever you want. And if that's the case, then sure, it might be a little trying at times. Uh, it might hurt and it also might be wildly successful, but hopefully we do end up uh, aligning with the actual stats moving forward that are supposed to be positive in the direction of us making these, you know, decisions. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not super well versed in it. I feel it. like I learned a lot today. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Hook them horns. Way to go. UT McCombs. What happens here changes the world. <laughs> Someone's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think in general, I was uh, intrigued. But also, more importantly, more importantly, I think I may or may not be on the hook for Greg's Erline jersey mount now. Now. Gregory now. the Leggery. I did one of those, cow, like, crazy cowboy fan Kelsey things where I was like, if this happens, I'm doing this. 
Thank God we weren't at a bar because I would have been. Yeah, I didn't want a shot. (laughs) Although a jersey is expensive. So I feel like I might maybe in the hole for almost the same amount now that I think about it. Damn, I'm an idiot. Anyways, (laughs) um, I tweeted that right before the onside kick. They had to recover. And of course, the Atlanta Falcons forgot how to football, which LOL, what the F? And um, yeah, what's up, special teams? Listen, you know what? they get paid a lot of money to not know what they're doing. And so I guess I'm happy that that happened. I don't know. Strange. But obviously the Cowboys, um, Dak successfully let a drive down the field and Greg the leg sealed the deal. I also don't think I've seen Dak Prescott that excited. I mean, that was just like insane. Insane. You would have thought you, I would never take a clip from that post-game celebration and be like, yeah, that was week two of the 2020 NFL season. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I've been like, they went to the playoffs or like they just clinched like the NFC East. Hey, that like, was Super Bowl I, energy, baby. It really was. I was like, we are hype right now. Um, I guess, I mean, listen, rightfully so. Like there weren't many more things that could have gone wrong in that first part of the game. And for the Cowboys to pull out the win, it was nothing short of magical. Like, yeah. I don't know who had the voodoo doll for the, our team in the first half, but I'm really grateful for you for putting it down. I just need to say that. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and that being said, we come in for you team with no name, because I really can't stand for you. He who has no name to be leading the division. <laughs> well, you know, our, uh, our records may be the same, at the end of this day, uh, they are currently down to the Cardinals, but yeah. you know, Cardinals don't have the same uh, bird vibe as the Falcons though. So they might keep their lead. Yeah. I mean, all I know is that the Dallas Cowboys successfully completed stage one of the bird gauntlet and we come in for you. There's this like really weird conspiracy theory that birds aren't real and that they're just agents of the government. Um, so I'm just going to keep repeating that all week because, you know, bird gauntlet, birds aren't real. We just proved that today. Because eagles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you probably are not wrong, my friend. Like, crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. Um, well, Meg, any uh, final thoughts, words for Cowboys Faithful before we uh, let them – go on their merry way and enjoy their victory Monday? I don't know. I'm just saying our road to uh, NFC East champion looks pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Good. (laughs) Guys, we've decided to make a special announcement and implement a new segment moving forward. So I'm going to make sure we give you guys the DL. Um, By DL, I mean down low. Um, We, on Thursdays, for our Friday show, decided we're going to do a Homer segment. If you listened to the last episode, first of all, God bless you. Um, <laughs> second of all, LOL. <laughs> and third, we had fun. And so I think we're going to take the last segment on some of our Friday morning uh, shows uh, that we actually record on Thursday nights and go full Homer hour because why not? We're Cowboys fans. Like, let's have fun with it. And we just might be picking a few of you to jump on with us and oh, fan Friday action. You know, go off. So it'll be fun. So stand look out for that. 
more details to come. Yes. <laughs> come, come join us. Come pod with us. Come pod. Join, come pod. Join our pod. You don't have to sound like a dolphin because Kels can't. Not <laughs> <laughs> what dolphins sound like. That felt closer. I'm just saying. I'm honing my dolphin skills. You're welcome. <laughs> Listen, I'm about to put this on my LinkedIn resume and be like, she's trilingual. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go ahead and stop while we're ahead so I don't, you know, completely make your ears bleed out. Guys, thanks for joining us. Another fun episode in the books. We do appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Um, We're going to be back, like we mentioned, on Friday. So stay tuned for that as we break down the next foul in our midst that we are facing Seattle Seahawks should be a good one. Birds aren't real. Birds are not real. Don't forget. Um, make sure you guys are subscribed to the blog and the boys podcast. We've got a lot of great content for y'all this week. You can get our episodes wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher rate review. Give us a bajillion stars. Truly. It really does mean the world to us. We really greatly appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's. And in light of birds not being real, we really want to make sure that we emphasize the most important thing that you can be remembering all week. Dallas forever, Philly for never. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>